0: Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm your co-host Youngmi Mayer,
1: and I'm your other host Brian Park. And 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 today, Youngmi, we're going to talk about failure.
0: Failure. Yeah, bum young- bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Youngmi and I wanted to address failure because we feel that it's quite taboo in our culture to own it and openly discuss it. Yeah. And Which is uh,
0: weird because it's like one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> I don't know why I love it when I suck at ev- suck. Right. <laughs> <Like> it's funny. <laughs>
1: well, unlike you, I still have a hard time talking about it and owning it.
0: I mean I'm I'm human so to be honest there are some failures that I've endured that are very embarrassing but for the most part I love I love making an ass of myself.
1: Right. And we feel that by openly discussing it we can strip away the potentially paralyzing power it might have on us. Yeah. Because that fear of failure has certainly stifled some of my ambitions right you know just just by being transparent and openly discussing failure and kind of reframing the uh just how reframing our approach to Mm -hmm. failure i don't know i think it'll just help us not us but just it'd be healthy to discuss and you know just realize that it's an integral part of obtaining success yeah well, however you might define that
0: if you you like to be successful and truly authentically successful you have to really put yourself out there and when you do that you're gonna fail and it's gonna feel terrible oh yeah but also kind of good <laughs> like you know like it's like a fire that burns something off and then you rise from the ashes like that's what it feels like to me to fail yeah you know, yeah. but before before <laughs> we get into that too like, much, yeah, 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 Bri- <laughs> you're, you're just like awkwardly crying, Brian. How, how do you feel? How are you feeling, Brian?
1: You know what? I'm I'm lately I have been feeling good about m- myself because I've stuck to thus far. I know it's quite early still, but I've been quite regimented and uh, I've stuck to my resolutions. Oh thus wow! Far. The main ones that I talked about. You're so getting ripped. Well, I'm not ripped yet, okay. but <laughs> I've been I've been going to the gym oh, you like have? 3 to 4 times a week. That's amazing. And uh, it's good. It's really really good. Like I not in terms of, oh, I'm feeling like ri- I, I look sick, like I look ripped. <laughs> it's more of a I I feel that now I am looking forward to going oh, good. in that it's a sign that i'm condi- this is becoming a more conditioned behavior in me and i'm realizing now i wish i had do- i wish i had gone more sooner yeah because my body feels great and yeah. i threw away my jewel okay and i have not purchased a new one
0: nice and
1: i'm pretty much jewel free and wow. those first few days have been they were really hard and mm-hmm. i was like really irritable and i was noticing all the times where it would have would have been nice yeah. to smoke jewel but now those thoughts have dissipated as well oh good so that's why i'm feeling like good and proud of myself for sticking to these resolutions mm. even though it is not even halfway through january yeah well, i mean that,
0: that's a big step yeah the first the first few weeks are the hard part because like that's right. when you're like re or your body's getting used to you know what i mean like yeah. after like the first two weeks you're fine
1: yeah yeah. yeah. So that's how I'm feeling. Great. How are you feeling, young me?
0: Um, You know, I was thinking about something and last, so last week we had that episode about online dating and I'm, you know, and like, I'm very happy being single right now. Yeah. And I, and I talk about it in a very light and fun way on this podcast, but there was something that I wanted to bring up last week that I forgot that's been on my mind and it actually makes sense I mean, this is just how I'm feeling, but it also ties into our theme of this week, which is failure. Mm -hmm. And that is tied to being single, which is rejection. Yeah. Well, like when you're, when you're single and you're dating a lot of people or seeing a lot of people, um, it is fun. But the other part of that, that I didn't get to last week is it's it's a lot of constant rejection. It's
1: so much rejection, so much
0: rejection because, you know, even though they're like casual, like hookups or you're meeting people casually, they are sort of like little relationships and they're constantly ending. Mm -hmm. And it's either, you know, I end it or the other person ends it. Yeah. And a lot of times it's the other person Mm -hmm. and it's like, so it's a very difficult and it feels so bad to get rejected. Yeah. Um, and, I mean a lot of times I'm like I don't really there are people that I'm seeing and there you know like neither of us are really into it and it ends and that's totally fine but every once in a while I'll be like this is something and I kind of like and then like this I want to see where this is going and then yeah. that person rejects you. Rejects you and yeah. it feels like humiliating? Yeah. I feel like a fucking loser. It feels sad? Yeah. I cry? And like that's just like a big, huge part of being single. Oh and,
1: God, I know. I mean, do you? Yeah. Uh, do you feel th- that bad when you reject someone too?
0: Mm. Mm, s- no it's kind of no it's totally normal it's, <laughs> yeah just, it's like well sometimes you, I'm feel, like, you feel, I feel obviously bad you feel bad i can tell that the person is really into me and i, I i'm not not i always say I ghost people but i don't really ghost people like right i am responsible and i like say how i feel mm-hmm. like sometimes i'll ghost like random hookup person who care you know like who, who obviously doesn't really give a crap anyway but like, sure i it's uh depending on the situation I can, if so, if i can tell that somebody's very into me i'm like careful to with their emotions obviously and respectful of their emotions yeah but um i was thinking about the rejection thing in terms of failure because well i yeah
1: sorry i'm not i don't mean to like cut you off no but please. it is uh i feel that really resonated with me in that you know it it, it it's somewhat like a weird irony because mm-hmm. it's on a human level you feel bad when you reject someone yeah, But then it's so much harder to just accept that that is the process of dating when you are on the receiving end of rejection. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I get rejected and it's re- so, no matter how many times I s- still get rejected, uh-huh. it, for whatever reason, it, it just feels like it doesn't get easier mm. because the you just have to accept that it's a part of dating Yeah, and you will get rejected. But I tend to personalize <laughs> it and like... Look back on the dates and be like, oh, maybe if I did this differently or like if I had said this differently when at the end of the day, if something's meant to be, it's going to happen, you know, and Mm -hmm. just accept that it's part of the process. But boy, I am very mean to myself when I get rejected because then I just... I'm like, I'm such a fucking idiot. Like, why did I do that? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it hits it hits hard in a really deep way. And I was, uh, I know I was mentioning this <laughs> earlier to you. I think when it's like a rejected, biological thing. When you get rejected, it hits different. It hits different. It hits different when you care. Like, uh, it's like a biological thing, I feel like. Because, mm. the, you know, even though it's like a casual, I'm like very lightly dating. Um, in my mind, it's very light. There's like a part of my brain, like as like an animal, that right. I feel like it's like saying like, mating time. This is my mating partner. And he's gonna protect me i'm gonna have his babies and he's gonna kill bears you know and like and when you get rejected the the part of the brain is like i can't reproduce i feel like there's like (laughs) you know what i mean like no no no, totally i need to reproduce like there's like a weird biological pull yeah i think that's why it feels so bad
1: in a way you know i studied biology uh for an undergrad and in a way like when you put it in this framework of natural selection and evolution yeah it does make sense that yeah, yeah. rejection would feel like on a biological level that shitty uh-huh. because it's like putting your hand to a stove like it hurts. It, so you yeah. you teach yourself to not uh, touch the stove again. Right. So maybe in some way like that shitty like hormonal all those like feelings where you're just gutted when yeah. you get rejection mm-hmm. as a way to like that's like a mechanism to. For self improvement. Yeah. For us no. to be like, I don't want to feel reals. this thing again. Yeah. Let me see, let me iterate and see what I can do differently to make sure I don't feel this shitty rejection and then reproduce and like propagate my genes for you the know, next generation.
0: Yeah. The, all of that makes so much sense. Like, but the painfulness of it. So, this is the thing. Okay. Not only and I'm, am I experiencing the painful feelings of rejection. All of my life, I've been working incredibly hard. So I'd never experienced that. Like this is very new for me. Yeah. Like, all of the relationships I've been in in my life, what I would do was find somebody that was like very into me. Yeah. That was safe. Right. And mm. then I would allow myself to be into that person. Yeah. It's very new. And then in therapy, like, like a few, like probably six months after I got divorced, mm-hmm. I was talking to my therapist and she was like, I was telling her about this person that was like really interested in me and he's like sort of like bachelor about town like all like he's kind of like known in New York you know like yeah. like that sort of like bachelor guy <laughs> and she was like well are you attracted to him and I was like no but all my friends are like super into him they th- they say that I should like Get try with him. Yeah. yeah and she was like well why would you date someone if you weren't into them and I was like well he's into me mm. and she was like well okay That's maybe right. you should try to just not do that and that was like a big epiphany yeah for me mm. and so now i'm like I, i'm only dating people that i want to actually date that yeah. i'm really into which is totally new for me yeah i would always wait for somebody to have a crush on me for sure to engage
1: no I, I, i'm the same way but then too now
0: it's so painful because i'm like oh. i like you and I then know. it's like it's like you're <laughs> not only are you rejecting it's like it's you they like get the worst is like when they get to know you it's not uh-huh. even that like they're rejecting you on how you look yeah it's like when they get to know you and it's like Oh, you don't like the person that I am. <laughs> this yeah. sucks. But it's, it's so painful. Yeah.
1: And like I said, it is very hard every time you do get rejected. But yeah. it's more of a... It, it's just got to be... We got, just have to remind ourselves that it's not... It's not me, like, it's not a shortcoming on who I am as a person. Yeah. It simply is just a compatibility thing. And like, I, I could still yeah. be a great person. Exactly. And, and I it's feel just not a good fit. And I that's feel okay. so much
0: growth because I'm allowing myself to be rejected. Mm. Because now, yeah, I'm, I'm in this headspace where I'm like, oh, no, I'm a great person. It's just not working out with this other This other person can't see it. Who, who cares? There's a, yeah, yeah, m- yeah, yeah. There's billions of people on this earth. And it's like really making me grow in a way that I was stunting myself before by not allowing myself to get rejected. Yeah. I'm growing like so much by mm, doing this. Totally. And, um, well uh, for me, yeah.
1: failure has always been a huge fear of mine and it's always been so difficult to embrace. I know you tied it, like you talked about the biological aspects of it right. through dating, but I think a large part of my fear of failure is, can be attributed for like familial reasons. Yeah. In a way. Uh-huh. Because I, I you know, I don't I, I'm not an expert and this is purely just a theory on yeah. my end. Yeah. Like when you see Western American philosophy, it's very individualistic. Right. You know, it's oh I'm gonna try this thing and if I fail, mm-hmm. that failure is it's limited to just who you just to the individual. Whereas you know, from a very young age, growing up in a, in a strict Asian household, yeah. I was constantly reminded that my actions are not only representative of who I am, but it's also a representation of the larger unit at whole, which is the family. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, shame and embarrassment that comes with failures. Uh-huh. And we've talked about this in previous episodes where there are, like, mental illness, where certain families will, like, hide that family member because right. you're just too ashamed to talk about it. Yeah. And... I think that's, there's that extra, there's that added element of where failure becomes uh hard, just that much harder to accept because then I feel shitty, not even for who I am, but then I'm also shitty, be- I feel shitty for like letting down my, letting my parents down or yeah. like letting my family down. Right. You know?
0: Which I, you know, I agree with you that that is like a, a bigger component for Asian families and communities yeah but i I have to say that i think i disagree with because i i we were reading a bunch of like papers about failure Mm -hmm. before this episode and i i kept seeing this thing where people were like asian families care about you know shaming your whole family and so if you fail you fail for the whole family yeah versus western or like white people mm-hmm. who are individualistic yeah and I, I i understand what they mean by in comparison the two cultures they asian cultures tend to be more like that where western cultures tend to be more individualistic but i have to say that i think for both cultures both of those things are true like yeah. i for i see like white people you know like the it's just a human thing mm. that if you do something fucked up, right. somebody the knee-jerk like reaction that a lot of people will have will be like, Oh, you and your whole fucking tribe is crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's just human nature. It's not specifically just like an Asian thing. I yeah. see that like you see the shit like that in like white communities too, you know? Like yeah. even though in America, in American society, it's like wrong to ever blame somebody for what their children did or whatever yeah i think a lot of people knee jerk like react in that way like mm. when you see like a school shooter mm. you are like oh how fucked up is that guy's parents do you know what i mean like mm. even though it's like it's not accepted to say that out loud and it is wrong and yeah. I, don't, I don't believe in that at all mm. they're like a lot of people react that way right yeah like oh your your kid fucked up what's mm. wrong with you mm. right it's just kind of like a,
1: yeah no that, that is an interesting I point i think
0: it exists in in america too for sure not asian cultures too yeah but it is way more strong (laughs) (laughs) in korea like yeah i mean it is uh i mean in korea specifically that i know of but like
1: yeah a lot of my feelings of failure are integrally linked to comparison anxiety also because Mm. and again i don't hold any resentment or ill will towards my parents it's just I, I was compared a lot to family yeah. members and cousins like from a young age. And I feel that when you when you evaluate a person based on th- like in relation to their performance to other people. Yeah, it's just it it's a framework in which you are always going to fail. Because there's always going to be someone better than you. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, I have a cousin. It's like, well, look at him. Like, he's a doctor. He makes this much money. Or he went to this college. He went to this. And it's just right. like, I'm just doing my best, you know? Yeah. And uh, what's funny about that is, you know, recently there was a... Um, there was the first Korean-American astronaut oh, okay. who was going to space. I
0: didn't know about that. Is that embarrassing? <laughs> uh, no, it's not, a, okay. it's not embarrassing.
1: <laughs> and he so get, check out this guy's credentials okay mm, okay I'm listening so first he was so Johnny Kim Johnny Kim first was a was, f- was a former Navy SEAL nice so and then after ripped. He, so he's ripped he's ripped <laughs> <laughs> so after he, he's not juuling he's jimming. O-
0: okay okay <laughs>
1: So after, so after, so first he's a Navy SEAL. Yeah. Then he decide. Then he went to Harvard Medical School. Why not? Uh, and then is a doctor. Wow. From Harvard Medical School, and you know what? Mm. Fuck it. Just tack on na- first NASA Korean American astronaut onto wow. that. And you know my my first reaction to that was just like, ooh i would hate to be that guy's cousin oh my god <laughs> can you imagine oh my god can you imagine it's just like whoa, wow okay cool now look at johnny over here
0: <laughs> wait what's his name johnny kim johnny kim <gasps> johnny kim uh, yeah
1: so i was like fuck i would hate to be in that guy's family because i would constantly feel like a failure can you
0: imagine
1: constantly feel like a failure
0: yeah but this is the thing i don't know because i'm not a successful person but like do you think do you think johnny kim's parents tell him that they're proud of him and that he's a success or do you think they tell him that he's a failure that's the real question like his mom is like yeah but you know what you're not that good
1: you're like you know what the earth is a small part of the universe. You've like, conquered earth. Now yeah. go to space. You think
0: she's just like <laughs> the, like she's just upset about something that he can fix. Like she's like, but you know, you're only five, nine or something. Yeah, I, I have feel no like idea. I really wonder, or
1: maybe the truth is, is that he was raised on a lot of positive reinforcement. Maybe And it was just a, gr- a very healthy relationship to failure. And look what he's done now. Look, <laughs> look at him now.
0: You th- I have no idea. I, I would pay so much money to just go sit at dinner with him and his parents and see, I bet they're, like, not happy about it for some reason. They're like, you're not good. That's not good enough. So what? Or it's just,
1: like, any other Korean family dinner where, like, no one talks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It reminds me of my cousin. So I have a cousin that's, like, extremely intelligent. And she got a scholarship to the best school in Korea, whatever, right? Yeah. And I remember, like, after she got a scholarship, we were having, like, a celebration dinner. Yeah. And it's just, like, literally, she's, like, she, like, and then after college, immediately got, like, the best job at Samsung, you know, like, that sort of thing. yeah. I remember her celebration dinner and her grandma was like, we were like, yay, she did it. And, she, yeah. and her grandma was just like, yeah, but she's not married. Mm. <laughs> at the time she was like 22 or something. Right, right, right. And so she was like, we were like, oh, yay, look at this, the smartest person in our family. And <laughs> the, the, but like, the whole thing was that the grandma was just upset. Oh god Do you know what I mean So I feel like Johnny's parents Are probably like Yeah but are you married <laughs> Whatever <laughs> Space man <laughs> where, where are my grandkids You know I feel like that's like What would happen I don't know That's what the, I'm imagining. The next
1: news is Johnny Kim's now Polly And has like 30 grandkids <laughs> <laughs> But uh, You know I did ask my parents Just to kind of Understand from their perspective Yeah Like you and I both know this And We're only speaking to Korean society Because we're both Korean And that's what uh, We're familiar with Like and yeah. they ha- what they had to say about failure is that um, my parents embrace competition very yeah. much. Uh-huh. And we both, like Korea is a very, very competitive society. It's so competitive. It's yeah. the most competitive. It's and
0: hyper-capitalistic. It's hyper-capitalistic.
1: Well. And, you know, my dad brought up an interesting point in that he he admitted, he was like, you know, I he's like, it's probably more difficult for me to accept failure as just a part of the process because in korea uh there's multiple factors like one being that it became hyper capitalistic post korean war um in conjunction with its rapid industrialization yeah but then also geographically speaking like surface area wise it's very small Mm -hmm. and there's just not as many you don't have two or three opportunities success like in korea you take one test Mm -hmm. and that determines what college you go to and that determines the the, rest of your life yeah like you only get one shot Mm -hmm. at everything yeah and that attitude permeates through a lot of korean society where they feel like they're part of this extremely extremely competitive uh this competitive network Mm -hmm. and that was part of the way my parents did raise me and um in effect like i don't i don't hold it against them because that's just what they were exposed to that's the norm in korea That's what they knew right like and i can think of you know i used to hold a grudge about it but now i i don't and it's just like you know it is what it was and i recognize these patterns like even growing up i was a very competitive tennis player Mm -hmm. i like to the point where i i was very passionate about it i i really wanted to become a professional tennis player Uh and i would play in national tournaments and sometimes I would lose. You know, I was good yeah. enough. I was ranked well enough to qualify for these national tournaments. But sometimes I would lose. And when I would lose, you know, my parents have like there have been instances where they pulled me aside and they'd just be like, "You should just quit."
0: Hmm. And
1: I'm like, "Why?" And They're like, "Because if you're not winning in America, wow, well, what are the odds of you becoming pro on a global scale?" And right. I was, and and then from that point forward, it instilled this fear in me—that fear of failure. You know, because mm-hmm. then then I became like I would p- compete from that point forward of like fuck I rather than like hey I'm going to leave it all on the court I'm going to try my best there became an added element of fuck I can't I, I really fucking can't lose like I can't fucking lose and And
0: do you think that that affected your performance? Yeah, I mean I I I You're like I, I started anxious. losing more
1: because I was like it, I wasn't mm. I was more anxious and yeah. it's okay because th- I understand like that's just that's just the environment my parents grew up in. Yeah, They, they didn't have that exposure to different philosophies on failure and different philosophies towards competition yeah you know
0: that reminds me i can't think of anything specific but that reminds me of my childhood where my parents or my mom would say something in this way i think partially trying to help me or explain something like you can't lose or whatever but because it was so um not uh what's the word like nurturing it like smushed me instead Mm. do you know what i mean and then it was just like, it crushed a part of my spirit wow. and then I couldn't. Yeah. And then I couldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And parents, a lot of times don't understand that, you know, like, n- like sometimes people need tough love, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. But a lot of times children just need like nurturing. Yeah. And to not get that makes everything worse. It's spirit uh, crushing. Yeah. This part like I mean not your your story. May, I don't know sure. how you feel about it, but there's yeah. things that happened in my childhood where I was like, "That's where you ruined my spirit," and <laughs> I felt like a destroyed person. Yeah, and I yeah. couldn't recover from that. But, but you know, like,
1: it, yeah. everyone's different. Like yeah, some yeah. people thrive so they, in they those do. environments. Yeah, and I, we we both like did our research and try to better understand like failure uh uh, in relation to like asian cultures and i came across this article that i found very interesting um so it it was an article that was published in cnbc and it was written by a finance reporter a finance reporter at reuters Uh and so this has a very uh business financial tilt to it okay but they in essence the the article was saying that like asia needs to celebrate failure more mm-hmm. and how entrepreneurism in asia can be improved like the attitude towards it can be can be improved mm. because like for instance there are some good quotes in here in that you know these are consultants who like asian businesses will come to them mm-hmm. and be like hey how do we adopt a more we like why can't we be more like america like Silicon Valley in the sense that there's like Mm. a very um, like an embrace of startup culture Mm -hmm. and it comes down to the, the attitude towards failure Mm. because you know, this, uh, this one person who was like a chairman of a consulting firm to a lot of fortune 1000 companies around the world. Mm -hmm. And this person said like, quote unquote, like Asians have a strong saving face mentality Mm -hmm. where they're generally unforgiving of failures as it is perceived that failures mean weakness. Right. Therefore, there are unfair expectations on entrepreneurs and failed entrepreneurs are looked down upon. So for fear of failure, so Mm. many great ideas are put to sleep before even seeing a streak of light. Right. Yeah. Because what is a... Like a serial entrepreneur is just a person who has failed a lot of times over and over again, like over and over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. And even if you see those like super successful, like Silicon Valley tech people, yeah. if you see they have, they have the one thing that they're known for and then right. everything else didn't work. You yeah. know, it's like, so it's, it's interesting. Cause, uh, I, I think the uh, the other thing about the, in Asian cultures, if you do fail, you hide it. Right. Yeah. So even the people that are successful entrepreneurs in Asia, yeah. They're like they pretend that they never failed. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, look at this! I invented this, and I I'm just smart. Like you know what I mean? Like it's so hidden. Yeah. It's so hidden. Like it's really like filled with shame. Or you maybe know?
1: their parents were like, look at you! If, if your business can't even take off in Asia, how yeah. is it even going to take off in a global scale? <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. <laughs> no, but like in contrast, yeah. I thought this was um really interesting and very cool. Is that Okay, sure. Like in Asian cultures, this is through the framework of, uh, you know, in finance and business that yeah. entrepreneurism can be improved upon because by reframing our perspective towards failure, because like we just discussed in Asia, failure is like this huge thing where you're like, okay, I fucking failed. Like I, I can't bear to fail again. So yeah. I'm just not going to start another business. Mm-hmm. Um, so Finland, on the other hand, it is, they have a national... Day Mm -hmm. in celebration of failure, Mm. like this was a new. It first started off as a social media thing. Yeah, uh, in 2010. So that day of failure in Finland is October 13th. Okay, and it started as social media thing, but it gained so much traction where like the CEO of Nokia, which Mm. is a Finnish company, like reposted it. Like politicians were embracing it, and Mm -hmm. now it's like this widely celebrated day. Full blown thing. It's like a full blown day where they. They, they have a day of failure activities right and they just celebrate it because
0: what are the failure activities
1: so like
0: they just play like basketball but nobody ever makes it they're like <laughs> yeah we didn't make it zero point zero, zero. <laughs> we both lose
1: Both losers. um no but like it, i think it is it is admirable and healthy yeah. in that it, it strips away, it. It, it strips away the power that failure can have over us yeah. where they're just like you know what this is just a fucking part of the process baby glamour
0: yes and you know what i'm gonna tell you something this you, oh sorry please Wait, continue no no but no, do no, you wanna i want to hear
1: more about finland yes do you want to know do you want to know what some of these failure day activities are oh
0: yeah i, I thought you didn't i didn't know you knew them yeah yeah no, no, tell me it, it's this is funny th- it's
1: more <laughs> it's more than just playing basketball and missing and all missing. your shots yeah what are the activities <laughs> so some of the activities they do <laughs> is like they uh they'll have gatherings with friends and family and and just like read up on the personal setbacks of your idols or people you admire. Oh, or, or, or like try a difficult recipe, even if the food gets burnt or like share fail photos on Instagram. Okay. Or like blow money on something unnecessary or something you've been wanting for a very long time ask your crush out on a date without fear of rejection okay like think about how you can and then just think about how you can learn from I your love flops this. and turn yeah. them into successes
0: i like i like the one where they read other people's failures <laughs> other celebrities people that i look up to i want to see how they failed right that's so funny right right Oh, this is what i was gonna say about that and i was touching about this earlier how i was like i really like talking about failing yeah i think it's funny yeah and um i think this is, has a lot to do with my personal because you were saying that your parents are like you have to succeed you can't fail my relationship to my parents is very different where mm. my mom was very competitive with me mm. and it was like her love was like conditional yeah based on if i acted an appropriate way in her mind right right and so i feel like because she was so competitive with me she really enjoyed it when i would talk shit about myself fuck because she thought it was funny And then she would show me like this love because then I was not as threatening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would be like, oh, I farted in class today. My mom would like lose her mind laughing. And that's how I bonded with her. And so I'm very comfortable failing and I'm comfortable showing people and Mm. telling people how I have failed because I've found out through childhood and the rest of my life that it is a very strong intensely strong bonding yeah. exercise. Yeah. Like if I meet somebody, I'm not as self-deprecating dep- as I am, as I was, I used to be, mm-hmm. but I used to just be like, Hey, what's up? Nice to meet you. And I'm like, Oh my God, I fucking fell down the stairs coming over to this party. And then like immediately the other person would be like, Oh, like, you know, you're, you're being vulnerable. You're like yeah. being a loser. So I can, I can bond with you right away. Yeah. And I would bond with people in that way. Mm-hmm. And which makes a lot of sense. Cause that's like, that's like uh, something that a lot of comedians do too, right? Right. It's right. like a weird defense mechanism that we learned as children. I
1: also, but I just want to add that. Yeah. It is important to, I think failure is a great way to connect with people. Uh-huh. And oftentimes it's the, it's the aspects of ourselves that we might be insecure about yeah. or feel like uh, things that make us feel like a failure. Yeah. That they are like relationship accelerators. Like they make you yeah. feel like you're getting really close to someone. Yeah. But, I don't. But I don't. I don't think that is the foundation of a healthy relationship. I don't think so either. Because it's yeah, you, the foundation of any healthy relationship is all about growth. Like let's mm-hmm. let's grow together. Here are these sides of myself. I'm authentic, but let's let's bond over our futures yeah. and growth yep. together as whatever our relationship is. Yeah. Versus like bonding exclusively through your shared traumas or your shared failures.
0: Right. It's well. It's something that I. L- learned how to do in childhood and i was doing it for a long time yeah. and then through therapy i've like you know stopped mm-hmm. and it's, it's crazy because a lot of these relationships i had deep relationships with my friends mm-hmm. that were based sort of on the self-deprecating let me tell you all the ways that i'm a fucking failure all the ways i fucked up yeah became really close pro- probably in kind of an unhealthy way yeah. those relationships that i had that were very intense deep relationships they haven't really stood the test of time. Mm. They sort of like fell apart after I became better yeah. at not hating myself, and oh. do you know what I mean? And yeah, like yeah. not not like reveling in my failure and like uh, like just sort of being comfortable being a loser and right. like, uh, like constantly talking about that part of who I am. Yeah. So after I I resolved a lot of that, those f- like friendships did fall apart. Totally, but, but I, the reason why I bring this up is because of the Finland story. yeah, I think talking about failure is so fun. It's so <laughs> funny. I mean, again, there there are things that I'm really embarrassed about sure. that I, I can't I can't actually freely talk about, yeah, but for the, for the most part, I'm like, I fucking like, you know, like, I got divorced. Whoopsie. Like, like yeah. you know, it's like, it's kind of funny. I don't know. There's something very cathartic about it to me. Right. right. Like, when
1: you talk about divorce, do you see it as a failure?
0: I don't. I don't mm-hmm. see my divorce as a failure at all. Yeah. And I, I'm confused as why people think that divorce is a failure. It's, I, I don't, it, I mean, Society just tells us, like, marriage, like, it.
1: till death do us part. And, yeah, I get yeah.
0: that. But I, I don't know. For me personally, I don't see it as a failure. Yeah. I don't yeah
1: for our listeners out there you since you love talking about (laughs) it's so fun to talk about failure So
0: fun and then I cry (laughs)
1: um what are some I don't know I guess like Like what are some setbacks or failures that you have experienced in your lifetime that maybe in the moment it felt soul crushing for sure Mm -hmm. but like you said before Mm. you've now since risen through the ashes
0: Well, okay, so here's the thing. Because I did, I was like sort of closed off into really living my true life for myself for a lot of my adulthood. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any accomplishments Mm. personally or failures, which is great because you don't get to feel the pain, but you don't really get to feel the happiness. Right. So a lot of the, on paper, my professional failures look like the failures of my ex-husband like we closed a few restaurants Mm. you know like lost a a ton of money Mm -hmm. that wasn't even ours anyway but Mm -hmm. that's terrible and like uh and how i feel about that on paper technically that is my failure to my business you know yeah but because i never had any skin in the game like i didn't feel like anything yeah but i have to say now now that i'm like pursuing this my own career Mm -hmm. and there isn't any like thing where i failed or like i got fired from a job but i i don't have a job in my career Mm. i don't have a paying i mean obviously i do comedy shows yeah but as a stand-up comedian i am i have yet to gain any success financially or Mm -hmm. even like credit wise do you know what i mean so i am in this constant state of being I wouldn't say a failure but I haven't succeeded at it. So it is kind of like I'm I'm in failure right now. Yeah. constantly. No,
1: I feel the exact Do you know what I mean? Yeah. way. So
0: it's like it's not like I did something and I felt but I, I every day I'm like doing it and I'm struggling to do it and like n- you know nothing's coming out of it obviously things are coming out of it but on paper nothing is really coming out of it and that is a constant like state of failure
1: you know we're both in the same boat here like we're both in the same industry and right yeah yeah that's exactly how i feel there's so many times where i sometimes i'll get into arguments with my family where it comes out and i'll say that you know you might impose like sometimes they'll Inpo- not impose pressure, but they're just—it's con- out of concern yeah. where they're just like, you know, you're getting older, and uh, when are things gonna happen? Really, yeah. like when is the success gonna materialize? And it's in those moments where I have to reckon with, like, yeah, I some—I'm th- doing this thing, I'm working hard, and I still feel like a fucking failure doing this. Oh yeah, Every I single feel day, like baby a <laughs> fucking failure mm-hmm. because and I, I'm in a much healthier place in relation to it now where yeah. you know there's always there's always newer comedians who are coming up in the scenes there's always newer actors there's always newer newer performers and they may they might they will obtain quote unquote conventional success yeah faster than you and that that stuff that would make me feel so shitty it would mm. make me feel like such a fucking loser yeah. cuz i'm like I'm I'm just like a rickety clock that is like what why why would anyone want me at this point you know
0: I mean that that seems ridiculous to me because I see you you truthfully and you are not that but I I know how that feels
1: yeah and it's just so like I accept that you know and then on the on the converse I'm like okay well let's say I obtain this success whatever it is you know let's like with that kind of mindset that I have in terms of my self-worth in relation to my failures and successes that have to be this, this results thing. Yeah. That'll probably last like 20 minutes, mm, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh cool. I got this thing. Yeah. Now what, Mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. it's a, uh, it's so hard. Like I'm just trying so much harder to, to not, not strip away or like try to run away from this feeling of being a failure. Mm hmm. Um, because I've done that before, like before I even got into comedy, I thought I was going to be a doctor Right. and you know, I, I was very far along into the process where I put in so much time, like c- accumulating research experience and taking all the classes and right. I took my MCATs and uh-huh. I never, I never applied Ooh. and what? I didn't end up applying it and part of it was just, okay, I'm, I I'm, I, was ju- I, just know I want to do comedy, mm-hmm. but I would be lying if I at least didn't acknowledge that there was a small part of me that mm-hmm. was just afraid of <clears throat> failing. Mm-hmm. Where I wow. I dedicated so much time wow. and it was my entire identity where I was this, I'm going to medical school. Right. I, at, in the space I was in, mm-hmm. in my early 20s and just how I felt as a person and I just don't know if I would have been able to handle like that kind of rejection. Wow. So I just ran away wow. from it.
0: Wow. That's like a big like admission, Brian.
1: It's all for the best because I'm much happier now yeah. doing what it, whatever it is we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And I really believe in, you know, this podcast and the work that we're doing. Yeah. But um, yeah, there, there's certainly a fear of failure there where i can't if i was to strip away the if i kept that same mentality and haven't and if i did not grow as a person i could quit comedy in on a who knows i could quit comedy at any moment because it's just like that feeling of well that success feels so unattainable and insurmountable that fuck it i'm just not even gonna try it because Mm. i i just can't handle that rejection that Mm. failure whereas now it's like i've 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 accept that i'm all i feel like a fail like we're in it we're in the thick of it we feel like fucking failures here's
0: the thing here's the thing brian i feel like our strength this is the thing okay so we we talk about how we're basically just failures because we haven't really succeeded which is the definition of failure great okay cool we're all on board <laughs> but here's the thing like the re this is what i think the reason why there's so many people that like want to do stuff what whatever it is stand up acting singing fucking cabaret who fucking knows but like the reason that they never try and they just get whatever regular jobs whatever that means is because they can't handle the rejection and the failure part of it and the fact that we are doing it i feel like that's like that is something i'm not trying to pat our backs or whatever our failure backs but like like you know what i mean the fact that we can deal with it and it, it has a, you know what I mean? Can, and like I, can I deal it. with it?
1: I don't know. <laughs> we're the,
0: we're the, <laughs> give me the pills. Um, like, no, but like the fact that we are living it every day and just yeah. getting up every day and being like, let's suck today's <laughs> dick. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just like, going again and again and just getting rejected over and over again. I feel like that's a big thing. And also, it it ties back into what I was saying about this being single thing before, yeah. you know. Before I grew a lot to get to this place where I could fucking deal with getting rejected all the time. Before I could never do that. Yeah. And you know what? I see a lot of people. That are in relationships that were where i was before where they're fucking settling because they can't deal with the fact that the fucking hot guy with the neck tattoo is gonna it never text them again comes
1: <laughs> back to the hot guy with the <laughs> neck tattoo <laughs> For no but you know like they
0: can't deal with actually going out and like trying to fuck somebody or like b- trying to be like a stand-up comedian or trying to like just even openly saying i want to be a fucking actor like they yeah. can't even deal with that and like the humiliation of failing and being rejected yeah and I, I feel like it's it's a big thing for us to like be in it constantly living being re- rejection and failure i think that's like very strong of us and i'm i think that is something
1: Totally. There's totally. value in it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it even ties to... No, there's so much truth in that. I mean, and when it I... it rel- feels when like I'm,
0: shit, but it feels like really alive, right? Right, right. Did you think?
1: No, no, It, it it's constantly there. And like, yeah, I just... I, it feels nice hearing you talk about it in this way. Yeah. Because I don't know if it'll ever... That feeling or that fear of failure will ever subsist or go away or subsist in me because it's just a matter it's just a matter of being able to just strip away its power and like uh, attack it from a different angle because i i regret there's a lot of regrets i have i look back and i've robbed myself of a lot of potential potentially like meaningful intimate connections with other people just from like a fear of failure in the bedroom where there's like performance anxiety and like i'm just like afraid of sex and yeah. i'm just like ugh, like I, I i just can't deal with it i don't want even want to i don't even want to partake in it i'm not even going to lean into that discomfort yeah like, my, i just can't handle that fucking failure yeah and even with this podcast even like and I, you know I, I texted you about it and i've talked to you about it in yeah. that when we first started this thing it was yeah. just the two of us in my fucking bedroom and we we're still figuring things out but we didn't know what the fuck we were doing we're just like do we plug the headphone into this hole here and see what happens and you know now we we get feedback and respond like we get feedback from people and now that it's like that fear of failures like becomes has become even stronger in a way because Mm. i'm like Putting more stakes on it. And like, now that yeah. I know that a lot of... Now like, you care. Now that, like, people are actually we have listening... We skin in
0: the game.
1: I know, but that's, like... I, no, I'm just I, talking to myself. I know, but I get, like, afraid. That's that... that fear, You know, it's you like... You know what? I'm like, oh, Ugh, God. Like, not, this is, like, a thing now. Like, what if I fuck... Like, what if we... What if it's, like, a bad episode? Or, like, what if I... You know what I Who mean? Who cares?
0: You know what I'm gonna say? Because I come from a past of just holding everything back. Not allowing myself to do shit. Yeah. So, never failing but but also never succeeding. This feels so much better than what I was living before. Like when I was living a life that was like me not putting myself out there, it was very safe feeling. Yeah. It you know, it, in all parts of my life, like relationships, mm-hmm. I was I was like settling for people that were really into me and I didn't care about, which is sad, but like it was very safe feeling. I never had to think about being hurt you know, cause I yeah. don't really care about anyone. Yeah. And like how I was living my life, just not doing, not trying anything that I wanted to. Yeah. It was very safe and comfortable, but it was a fucking bullshit life and it yeah. sucked. Like I, I'm so much happier now, you know, being yeah. like, yeah, whatever people reject me left and right. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes like I'm like, if I am seeing someone, I really like them. Mm. And like, it's like the fact that I get to do that, after years of living in this like cloud of like safety, yeah, the fa- the failure doesn't even scare me anymore. It does. It feels terrible. It does scare <laughs> me, but I, I, I can deal with it. I can be like, you know, I can be hurt. Yeah. I can get rejected. I can fail at my career. Yeah, at least I'm fucking trying, and I'm out here. Like that feels so much more alive and fresh to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, no, totally. This is uh,
0: this is going this is going deep, man. I didn't expect this to go here.
1: No, it, it, it's just... But it ho- feels good. Yeah. It, it, again, like, I'm still, like, I'm, like, curled up right now, and it's you making me... so uncomfortable. <laughs> it, what is going on? No, no, it just makes me, uh, you know, in theory... Yeah, it is still, like... I know I have some growth left to do, because it is hard for me to just openly accept and talk about, like, these are my failures, you know? Yeah. And, like, that leap from medical school to comedy... Yeah. Like, that... The likelihood of failing in comedy is like so much bigger. Oh like, yeah. So much bigger. But in a way, it somewhat felt more safe in that the like the feeling of failure is so vast. Yeah. That that is just the norm. Yeah. And then and Everyone's that, failing at comedy. Right, right. Except for two people. <laughs> except for two people. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and it is there there have been moments in my comedy career where yeah. I get that validation, yeah, and then what comes with that is like intense anxiety because then I'm like confronted with, oh, I'm actually quote unquote succeeding in this thing. Mm-hmm. Therefore, oh, this th- w- this crash and burn, this fail that I might experience from this, yeah, is just going to become that much more public and it becomes that much more tangible, and mm-hmm. then I get really afraid. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like with medicine the likelihood of success is greater so the application is the big failure in that whereas like in comedy the norm is everyone's fucking failing yeah but i have gotten i have received validation at moments where i'm like up for this part or like i i do this really big comedy festival and i'm like oh shit i i chose this thing where the norm is failure but i'm like doing okay at it and then now Oh fuck! Like well, I might have to confront like this. this what's could, the
0: fear there? Because I have I have a f- huge fear of success, which is tied into what I was talking about earlier, where yeah. I had a competitive mom. So if I would do well, I would be punished. Yeah. Right. So I have a fear of success. What's What's your fear? I, I, I'm like failure.
1: I well, like failure. I just. But can't. why does
0: it come up when you succeed? Like when you're receiving validation in your career? What What are those? Well, I'm feelings? saying it's,
1: it comes up in comedy because it's like, oh, I'm actually doing okay this is like a real thing now it's similar to this podcast where when we first started it we didn't know if anyone was going to listen to this thing. Yeah. But now that like we know people are actually tuning in and listening to it and yeah. it's fucking great and it's so fulfilling. Uh-huh. Then I put that pressure on myself like, yeah. oh, what if I? S- the, now the stakes are I real. Can't suck. The stakes are real now. Yeah. So now I'm in a point in my comedy career feel, yeah. where the stakes are real now. It's not just me fucking around doing this thing where like, fuck it. Nothing's going to come of this. But now yeah. we're, there's a potential where something can come of it. The stakes become real, and then yeah. I almost like stifle or extiny like myself, Oof. where I'm like, okay, I need, de- I need, to, I, I need to go back to basics. I yeah. need to realize, I need to understand why I did this in the first place, and I just gotta like stick to my guns and just accept that you know what, fuck it, I could fail, <sighs> I could ah. fail, I could fail. Yeah. That's so it.
0: even when you get success, the underlying fear is the fear of then falling, failing yes. from that top. Okay. Yes. So it's still a feel. Like a fear of failure. Yeah. yeah okay. I, yeah. I see. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this is rough, man. I know. It's crazy. You've been looking very uncomfortable since you started talking about your medical school thing. That is a very intense revelation that yeah. you didn't want to take the test because you didn't want to fail, Brian. You know,
1: and, and that's intense. No, it, it's, I, yeah, There there is a small part of me that sometimes thinks like, you know, we're, we're living in this we're existing in this state of failure when doing whatever this career path we've chosen to do. Yeah. And there have been parts of myself where I'm like, oh, God, like, if I had just gone to med school, I would be, I would, just it would be settling, s- but I would sitting be, Sitting in like,
0: a house, drinking a beer. Oh, you don't drink. But just, like, <laughs> sitting by <laughs> your pool with your kids <laughs> or something, right? Fuck that. Fuck that, Brian. Yeah, Nobody yeah. wants that. Yeah, but so it is, is, it's just yeah. hard.
1: It's hard, it's hard. It's hard to accept failure and we got to be more like the finnish people i don't know what
0: are you talking about we're doing great brian every day we're failing and we're dealing with it what are you like i feel like we're fine we're dealing with it totally
1: i think what one thing that has helped me also is that the older i've become it's you know we we talk about flaws in our parents and it's not it, it's not resentful it's not accusatory it's just yeah it just, it just h- comes from a how it of, happened yeah, yeah it's just how it happened we try to express compassion and even like for a long time i understand why those finnish people like on the day of failure where they talk about like these idols or these people they mm. um they they admire very much and like talk about their shortcomings yeah is that whenever i would see my role models or when i would see these people i looked up to I would obsess over their successes mm-hmm. and then like v- evaluate myself in comparison to those. Yeah. Whereas now I've just realized most uh, humans are flawed. Everyone has yeah their shortcomings. People are constantly in process. Like we've never have everything figured out and it, it, it is comforting in that way where yeah. you're just like, Oh, you're not, you're not this neither are you like you're also not this perfect and dull yeah you know what i mean
0: Mm -hmm. it's also comforting to see someone lose a little power when you're feeling powerless yeah yeah (laughs) i mean it's maybe it's not like healthy but yeah that's definitely enjoyable you know
1: yeah and like you know constantly we're like there's so much content out there that is just always like hey, like super successful person. Like, yeah. what is it? And I'm like...
0: Oh, that's like what we want to talk about because we met somebody through our podcast. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to name him, but yeah. when we, we met up with him and he was like, you know, I really like your podcast because both of you are like <laughs> not struggling, but like you're not, you haven't made it. And he's also a creative, why are you laughing? Cause he's also a creative yeah, and he was yeah. like, I haven't technically like made it, but I'm, yeah. just, I'm I'm working towards this creative field every single day. And like listening to you too is comforting and nice because we're all on the same level. Yeah. And it also ties into being Asian because whenever you hear Asian Americans being celebrated in American media, it's always like, Like you said, Dave Chang, world's best chef, Dave Chang. Or like world's best Eddie Wong writer that came up or like the best Asian person that did this. This person grew up in Oakland. Now they own the streetwear brand and they're a millionaire. It's like that kind of Asian person. (laughs) I mean, that's just who's celebrated in general in the world. But like when you see Asian Americans in the media, it's always like, the most successful fucking Asian person. Yeah. You never really hear from like us, <laughs> the, us, <Asians. laughs> the, the, us. <laughs> the
1: us Asians, the us, the us Asians. No. And, and it it's true. Like, you know, yeah. Like, it,
0: but we're out here on the streets. We're getting rejected,
1: <laughs> being chaotic street legends. <laughs> and you and I, we both read this like psychology, uh, today, Um, article article from an Asian therapist who you know there were some broad generalizations in it but he did say that he has noticed in his Asian clients who might deal with addiction yeah that it's they feel an intense amount of shame and they feel like trapped because they can't they can't it's it is a it's perceived as a failure like look I'm a fuck-up I'm an addict yeah I, I engage in this unhealthy behavior I don't know how to beat it and they just, they can't, they don't have, they feel like they don't have the reach they can't go to their they family. They can't express it. So yeah. that
0: feels shitty and trapped. Like the whole, like, I feel like for me, the whole, the best part about feeling is being able to openly talk about it with people. yeah That's the beauty of it. That's yeah. the beauty of being a human being. yeah It's the connection that we get from like all these shitty things that we have to go through. yeah And when you don't have that, it's such a terrible feeling.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess the takeaway is just, it it's all uh, as humans we're we're constantly in process it's an iterative thing and con- failure is constant it's yeah it's always going to be there it always exists and even when you see people who are quote-unquote successful yeah there's a shit ton of failure that came with that yeah and even just this episode itself like i'm realizing that i have i still have a little bit of work to do because Again, I have that fear of failure when it comes, when success becomes almost at arm's reach. Yeah. And it is a, it is a, uh, yeah, and it's tied to my, uh, my belief that we're only allowed to fail once. Mm. So don't fail ever. When, as you, as you very clearly understand that, that's not the case at all. Like, you know, there's people constantly fail and it's mm. not a it's not a setback like on their who they are as humans yeah. you know we're constantly learning we're constantly growing from our failures right yeah
0: maybe the way to reset i think if everybody thought this way <laughs> it would be better instead of like like for me it's almost like the reward i get in life isn't even success it's like the joy of like sharing my failure is like a bigger reward for me. Does that sound crazy? I, no, I mean it But I mean that which you. makes sense cuz that's why I do comedy. Yeah. Like I like to get on stage and see people laugh at the fact that I'm just like them. Like I'm a mm. fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> and like they they're like me too bitch and I'm like yeah bitch. <laughs> like that to me is the reward in life. Like if mm. I was just like fucking i don't know like a rich successful
1: if you were johnny kim yeah if i was johnny <laughs> oh my god
0: if i was fucking harvard Navy astronaut CL. and i walk into a room and every i'm like respect me like i would not be having fun <laughs> i like i like being a fucking hot mess single mom yeah what is wrong with me is That's that weird no, i'm just no, saying now i'm like no. what is going on like and then i like it i like talking to other people who are like me and then laughing about it Like that to me is success. You
1: know, that's why I, I admire you and look up to you so much because you give me permit. You give me permission to lean into that side of myself because I see the dark side, the The chaotic side, side. because I do. There are,
0: it's, it's way more fun down here. but There is
1: a part of me that sees Johnny Kim and I'm just like, fuck that guy. Not fuck that guy. It's more like, fuck, I'm such a failure. Like Um. we both had one life to live and you obtained all that shit.
0: I mean I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. But But I I just don't want that. I don't know. I've never I've never wanted that. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe I feel like I don't deserve it. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that's not healthy. Maybe I should be like I have to be an astronaut. I don't know.
1: No, there well there is no I feel comfortable. There's no there's no point about putting us like defining a value judgment. Because there's no right or wrong. Yeah. I'm comfortable
0: being a fucking hot mess. I I like it. It's funny and it's fun. (laughs) It's, it's like so much fun down here. <laughs> all right. Oh man, but wow, woo. that was good. Oh gosh. I like talking. I like talking. You're like, that. let's make. Let's I just. I feel really happy right now. You're like, I'm let's. A failure, and yeah, I'm totally okay with uh, you're it. You're like, let's
1: fucking rename our podcast to "Feeling Like Asian Failures."
0: Feeling like failures <laughs> all the time.
1: Yeah, but woo, gosh, I think that's uh that wraps up our episode, right? Yeah. Can I mention th-
0: one thing really quick? And this Please. is like from the beginning of the episode, if you guys remember what I was talking about being rejected. I just want to say this one thing I wanted to say, and I didn't squeeze it in. Mm-hmm. Women get rejected a lot. And I feel like nobody talks about this in the dating world. Because yeah. like the narrative is that men wanna men chase after women, and then yeah. women choose or like reject men. Yeah. But I just want to say you know women get rejected a lot and like there's like no coverage about that i mean i don't know there is i guess but like i feel like there's a lot of like user created content like all the meme pages that i follow are like chaotic like hoes on the street you know like all those like funny memes of like When a guy texts you for the first time in eight days and you wait two minutes to reply, it's like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, like I feel like there's a lot of things like that for women. But I just, I just want to say, I I, I just think it's important to say that it's so weird how there's this idea that women don't get rejected. But we do. Yeah. And it's fine. And it's not, it's not you. It's just whatever. Yeah. It's just the world of dating. Who cares? Yeah. On to the next.
1: I think that's uh a... that's that's uh, yeah I'm, I'm glad you addressed that because uh, there is a lot of truth to that yeah i like, wanted to say it it's this uh there's always th- it's that else. it's that biological idea that idea that yeah. like women whim- like guys just want to like they'll get with any like you know what i mean yeah. and like women are in the position to like choose and whatnot it's and not true rejection happens on both ends yeah yeah it's
0: like a it's like a case-by-case basis for sure but also it's it's fun because it's like oh that you're sad and then you're like yay you're happy again <laughs> something else <laughs> happens which is also like I feel like how we how we are living yeah in terms of our career right right like one day I'm like man I fucking I'm this is going nowhere <laughs> And the next day you get booked on something and you're like what. What? So every day is so volatile. Oh my so God. let's
1: let's ride our fucking rickety rickety ass rocket ship held together by duct let's tape and it. meet Johnny Kim in
0: space. Yeah, we're gonna fuck. It. Yeah, let's do it, Ryan.
1: <laughs> oh, young I bet me. at the
0: end of our lives he'll probably have a better life.
1: I was, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was gonna say, I bet
0: I'm, <laughs> I, like, I bet I'm gonna have more fun. I was like, no, he he gets to go to space. He's gonna have way more fun than me.
1: Oh, young oh, me. Well. Where can our listeners find you?
0: Um, YM Mayor on Instagram and Twitter. How about you, Brian?
1: Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Brian Park.
0: And follow our podcast at Feeling Asian Podcast. Yeah, on we Instagram. post funny
1: tweets and funny memes. And if you haven't already, um, like and subscribe us on Spotify and iTunes. And if you can leave a review, that would be greatly appreciated
0: yeah and dm us we love hearing from you
1: yeah all right guys uh thanks so much for listening and feel free to fail fucking fail (laughs) because we're all we're fucking failures and it's okay (laughs) 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 all right bye guys
0: bye